Welcome to Artists of New England. This is a podcast created to inspire you on your journey of artistic expression. Whether you are a career artist, a teacher, an emerging artist, or hobbyist, you can learn and gain support from your peers. We will explore the symbiotic relationship between these groups, lending insight and empathy towards each other. We will discover the where, when, why, and how of the creative process of artists living and working in New England, with occasional bonus interviews with gallery owners, collectors of fine art, and art historians. Perhaps today's show will bring you the aha moment you've been waiting for. Good morning and welcome to Artists of New England with your host, Laura Castanari-King. Today, I am at the Series Gallery in Portsmouth, delighted to be interviewing Karen Romagna. Hello. Hello. Thank you very much. Yes. This is exciting. It is. You're one of our artists here. And so, um, but you're from New Jersey. So tell us your ties to New England. My ties to New England go way back. I have a sister, Mary Claire, who moved to New Hampshire after college and never returned home. Ah. So I've been coming up here for 45, 50 years, several Ah. times a year. And now I am up here. Yeah. Regularly. Regularly, yeah, yeah, at least once a month. Yeah, yeah. sitting and yeah. painting. And yeah. Oh, your work is so beautiful. Thank Isn't you. it a lovely area, it's, too? It is it's charming. gorgeous. It's really, really nice, yes. <laughs> not that New Jersey's not good. No, Jersey's great. Very we live beautiful. out in the country. We're not. Yes, Clinton, New Jersey. Clinton, from. yes. Great. So I love that. There's your ties to New England. That happened mm-hmm. quick. So let's start with, um, I always love to go back, your very earliest childhood memories anything artistic yeah what do you remember we my father and mother were both very creative and very uh my mother sewed all of our outfits three Uh, little girls and we all had matching dresses and she was a half german so a lot of great baking and storytelling (laughs) i know and my father was an engineer who just was an engineer to support his hobbies Mm. he painted he did everything he he painted, he, he rebuilt old clocks, he built furniture from, you know, little blocks of wood. He was wow. an amazing guy. So I we had this background in our home. And, yeah. and we also, because our parents were so busy doing other things and they had five kids, mm-hmm. the sky was really the limit. We would say, you know, I think we're going to paint. Um, one day, <laughs> one year, my sister and I, our parents went on vacation. We decided we'd paint the outside of the house. So we... <laughs> We couldn't get very far because we didn't have a lot of money for paint. But I mean, but that's the sort of thing we could do. And our parents would just come home and say, "Wow, great! Oh, okay." So you were really. But so we yeah. we were never told held back. Yeah. Held, well, no, we they could do whatever we wanted as long as we. Wow. We wanted to try it and we learned the right technique. My father was always big oh, on, was. you know, if you're going to paint, you want to do. So what kind of painter was he? He did what he started with oils. And then throughout the years, he switched over to watercolor. And so did he, he allow watercolor kids to come in the, his area of painting? Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah, we never did, though. That was always his space. Oh, okay. Because we were always, yeah. we wanted our own space. So we, yeah. you know, we would yeah. do whatever. While he was busy, you were busy. You know really that. Busy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's nice. So so what did you start with yourself as a young, young person? Did you have one main focus or was it kind of? big brushes on houses <laughs> <laughs> we really i yeah we started i my sister michelle and I, the my older sister michelle and i were like we would team up and do things together when okay. we you know we paint our bedroom walls with big flowers oh, and, wow. so we did that sort of yeah. thing which was you know it would not oil or watercolor it was just yeah creative messes wherever sure. we went so yeah <laughs> 
And then it wasn't until I really got to high school that I started with, I loved oils. And I thought, oh. that's the best. There was um, this wonderful art house and any, any inclined student that wanted to go learn how to do anything, we had potting, pottery, you know, wow. wheels to throw clay and a room filled with oil paints and canvases. It was a really great high school. That's amazing. Yeah, the art house. Yeah, it was an entire an old Victorian wow. house. And I was shy, and I just had to escape there. there. Yeah, yeah. You know, I hear that a lot mm. with um, artists as young people. It, it was definitely well. I think shy people find their way to yeah. do it, but yeah. but art's certainly one means. Um, that's really cool. So, what did you start? Um, what were your first subjects that you were interested in painting? Well, you know from. Very, very early, I always thought I'd want to be like Beatrix Potter and do children's illustrations. Ah. So that, I guess, oh, that could be my initial really, yeah, yeah. creative, like, oh, I got to do that. So, <laughs> so I would do a lot of bunnies, rabbits dressed up in clothes and, you know, children's oh, illustration yeah. type of work. Yeah. And then I started with landscapes, kind of evolved. I love it. Yeah. So you were doing landscapes even in high school. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And did you ever, when did you start getting plein air? When did you start doing? Oh, I don't remember. Mm. So it was just kind of. <laughs> it was, it just evolved. It just, and yeah, yeah we, you know, I feel like I've been doing it forever. Yeah. I know my sister Michelle moved to Connecticut about 35, 40 years ago. And I would come up and we would go out and paint outdoors. And that's really when I started with that. Wow. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. And so Mary Claire, of course, has been on the show. And she's so cute. She talks about the influence of her sisters in getting her to paint. <laughs> because I, apparently she just didn't. No, she, she used to. Her, her husband, Ed, once said to her, Mary Claire, have you thought about painting? And she said, oh, for God's sake, Ed, just because Karen and Michelle can paint does not mean that I can paint. She can. Oh, she's such a, a love. Oh, her painting is so expressive. And yeah. 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 It's, isn't that funny? But it took her having that little uh, injury and recovery mm -hmm. yeah. and, and kind of staying stationary. And then yeah, I think was, you girls just said, here, we did, <laughs> here's dad's paint. Canvas and paint down in front of her and, she, and a peony. And she said, now what? I said, just paint what you see. Yeah. And that is, I think that's the I best advice it. you can give anyone. Just paint what you see. Yeah. And how different her life would be today without that oh my you gosh know, yeah it's just such a beautiful means of expression for yeah. her and i love the things that she puts on facebook and the way she writes about them yeah charming yeah. so you guys have that strong bond i know as right. sisters that's Very really lucky. nice yeah. yeah so then tell me how did it progress throughout you know the course of your life what what became most prominent after school um, career travel. with oh, travel. travel. So okay. in traveling, I, I, that it was such an inspiration for me, yeah. gathering all this, this, these photos and this, this mind of filled with fields and mountains. And was the travel related to work or was no, it was all pleasure. It was pleasure. Yeah, my sister okay. and I would go off on, okay. we'd get a year old pass and go out travel <laughs> Europe. It was fun. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, yeah. And so photos and sketchbooks. Mm -hmm. and yeah. Yeah, and we would keep wow. a journal. We'd drive, ride the trains, and we'd draw in our little journals. And it was great. Oh, I love yeah. that. And from there, I, I, I just, I don't know, I just continued painting from mm -hmm. there. And, and mm -hmm. it wasn't until I sort of stopped when I was having babies and going through this whole thing. Mm -hmm. But when my younger son was three, I 
signed back up for it. And what I didn't realize was an illustration course because I guess I didn't read uh, <laughs> read the description. So I, I actually, I went in, I, I started studying with this art director from, he was had retired from Simon & Schuster. Okay. And he was teaching illustration in oils. But what he did was he taught me really how to use my oils and how to, wow. how to blend and mix. And, you know, I learned really great basics from him. Milton Charles, he was fabulous. That's amazing. Yeah, so I would sit with him for about 10 years. We would, and then we would, after like three years at this art studio, um, art center, we we went to his house and there there were six or seven of us. We hired a model every week. Yeah. And we would just paint this model. Wow. I think we were there for 10 years. I know, it was great. Once a week we'd get up and do that. That is lovely. Yeah, so I have an attic filled with paintings of Tara. (laughs) <laughs> Tara, Tara over 10 years uh-huh. how she's changed well, we, years. you know boyfriend breakup she gained weight <laughs> oh, <laughs> life and times of Tara it was great the chronicles and her hair was down to her knees she was gorgeous oh, yeah. oh that's, that's really fun though. Mm-hmm. especially the same I can't imagine that to, to track someone on canvas for 10 years is really it was unique. it is a fascinating journey yeah yeah, it was wow. neat. Yeah. And what about all the other people in class? Have you thought of putting together some kind of book? That would be fascinating. It would. We've always joked about doing having a Tara show. Yeah. And art just a, yeah. you know, <laughs> a one woman show with I, many artists. Yeah. <laughs> I oh gosh, that would be fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So what did you do with the illustrating? Did did that go anywhere? It did. Um, I eventually, when my boys were a little bit older, I joined the Society of Children's Book Writers and Illustrators because mm-hmm. I, I also love to write my own little stories. So I thought, I'll see if I can combine them and okay. maybe have a book published someday. Yeah. And so I went to workshops and conferences and whatever for about three or four years and more than that, maybe five or six years. But it was fascinating. I learned an awful lot about publishing and, um, but was never successful at selling my own manuscripts. Yeah. And one day, I got an email from a publisher, Ib Blue, from Bunker Hill Publishing in New Hampshire. Yeah. And um, it's it started out, Dear Karen Romagna, my name is Ib Blue, and it went on saying, I, you know, I'm, <laughs> I have this this proposition for you. I have this poet laureate, Billy Collins, who. Oh my gosh! Like I know Billy Collins. Yeah, all right. Let's just go right to the top. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so yeah, Billy Collins was the country poet laureate from um, 2001 through 2003. So he was there for 9/11. Yeah. And he actually wrote the poem for uh, read at the 9/11 mm-hmm. the first yeah. So it, but he's a, a wonderful, fascinating guy. Anyway, so this letter went on, and I kept waiting for the punchline to say, "Yeah, now if you send me five hundred dollars." <laughs> You can, you know, we'll publish your book. But it didn't. It just said, you know, if you're interested, get in touch with me. Here's my email. And I almost deleted it because it sounded too crazy. And they were asking you to illustrate? They just, if, if I'm interested, yeah, would you get back to them, please? And so my husband said, just answer it. Just what the heck? So I, yeah. I, I was like kind of snarky. <laughs> hey, dear Ib Blue, Karen Romagna here. And it was, it was just a stupid letter. <laughs> Looking back, I think, oh, my gosh. He should have just said, ah, nope, she's out. <laughs> and I said, I'm sure I'm one of 500 illustrators that you've sent this to, but yeah, sure, tell me, give me more details. 
at thinking that would be it. Yeah. And within like half an hour, I had an email back saying, oh, no, 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 no. You're one of two illustrators. We have an illustrator, but Billy Collins is interested in you. Oh, my gosh. Jaw <laughs> on the floor. I know. So if you're interested. He's my favorite. Here's my Collins. number. Yeah. I know. He's funny. And oh, he's, he's as funny and so nice witty. in person as his, is he is he? in his poetry. Oh, my he's gosh. Charming. He's so great. <laughs> Um, wow. So I called Ib Blue. <laughs> Very <laughs> seriously. Hi. And he was at the London Book Fair at that point. It's like, oh, jeez. Oh, God. So, so oh, I love this. So story. I said, okay, yeah, what do I have to do? So he said, okay, well, I need you to do. They have had an illustrator they were dying to use because they'd used this illustrator a lot. And um, I, I was the other person that Billy wanted. So I would need to do a thumbnail sketch of how I would design, how I would lay out a picture book with 100 words, yeah, 32 pages. Wow. So do that and then do one finished illustration. He said there are two transition pages. One page is where a book, no, a boat turns into a book. Mm -hmm. And then there's another page where the boy turns into the book. Okay. Or goes into the book. So I said, okay. He said, you don't have to do those, but those are, you know, I, that's what I would illustrate. Uh -huh. So I said, okay. Wow. So this was, and I, but be, before I hung up, I said, would you just do me a favor? Just before I shoot myself in the foot and do something totally off, what illustration did Billy Collins like so much that he wants me to do ask. this? Yeah. And he said, oh yeah, it's the one of the boy in the boat. And I said, okay, thank you. And I hung up and the Where boy in the boat, that? that I don't know. Oh. It was out in the world somewhere someone had purchased it along the no way. no it was not for sale it was an illustration i had or a painting i had done of my then three-year-old son okay of him playing with boats uh, and with out on the coast of on the um rocks in uh newport rhode island okay and um he's looking out at the sea and he has this rope and anyway it's just cute he was playing with it so um and uh i said okay that's great and I don't know where he found it. It was yeah. out there. You know, it, who knows? You know, the internet's a fascinating <laughs> yeah. place. But oh my. my son had passed away a year before. Uh, was it that son? That, that son. So he was 21 and a half when he died. Wow. Oh and it, this gosh. was like just exactly a year later. So it was like, oh. So oh. I, I, <laughs> I made the boy, the illustration, look oh my like gosh. my son. Yeah. I just took that character. I'm crying. This is amazing. <laughs> I didn't know this. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So, um. Yeah, so I I made this illustration look like Tim. Yeah. And I'm gonna to cry too, but yeah. I won't. <laughs> oh. Because it's a good story. It's a beautiful it story. Is so so he they I did my illustrations and I, you know, sent everything back in about a week and they said, Okay, just sit tight, it's gonna take a while. And again, half an hour later I get a email <laughs> back saying, Okay, you're on, we want you. And and he said, and here's what Billy, here's a little clip from Billy Collins' email. He said, that's exactly the kind of boy we wanted. Uh, so I got to do an entire picture book of my son, Tim. Wow. I know. It was like the best therapy. Oh, my gosh. What's I the name of that book? Voyage. The Voyage. Voy it's no, just, just Voyage. Voyage. It's a poem that um, he wrote for wow. John Cole, who was director of Center for the Book. Okay. At the Library of Congress to, to celebrate his 25 years at the Center for the Book. Okay. And this publisher saw it on the wall and said, 
you think we can make a book out of that? And so that's how this whole thing started. So, oh, so what a beautiful. So story. after, yeah, and so then after year because it's Billy Collins. Yeah. The book launched at the National Book Festival. Oh yeah, yeah. I, it was. I had to do a presentation with Billy Collins. <laughs> oh my God! And there was another whole crazy story where, for like six months, I knew I was going to be doing this. I'm thinking, okay. National Book Festival, I can do this presentation, Billy Collins, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and I kept emailing saying, any idea on what we're going to talk about? And yeah. they'd say, no, 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 we'll figure it out, we'll figure it out. <laughs> the night before the presentation at the at the book festival, I met Billy Collins for the first time. I said, so any idea what we're going to talk about tomorrow? And he said, oh, yeah, I've been thinking about that. Okay, every page has a horizon. I think I'm going to focus on the horizon. Um. So I'm thinking, okay, all right, that's something that gives me something to work on. I didn't sleep all night. <laughs> oh all right, gosh. the horizons are low, then you get a big sky. I said, possibilities. The horizons are high, it's a little, you know. So I'm going, to I get there early in the morning, and Billy Collins got there early too. So it was just the two of us. We're yeah. sitting in this huge room filled with Cokie Roberts and Doris oh uh, Kearns Goodwin <laughs> and, and, and other children's illustrators that I knew were like Caldecott winners, and they were coming up. Oh, yeah. Hi, what are you doing here? Yeah. I said, I'm with Billy. Like, oh, oh. Hi, how are you doing, Mr. Collins? Oh you can gosh. call him Billy. <laughs> so, so wow. I get there. I say, okay, so, so, um, you know, we're going to be doing this whole thing. I say, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're down there hooking microphones on us. Yeah. Thank God I had done a PowerPoint with a book in it, just so I would yeah. have something to look at. Yeah. So I'm thinking, horizon, 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 and and Billy said, I've changed my mind. Oh. <laughs> we're no. going to, yeah. We're going to do, all right, John Cole, you get up. No, Iblu, you get up. Talk about what the book is. John Cole, you get up and explain exactly what the poem is about and mm -hmm. how it got started and why it's here and blah, 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 center for the book. And then I'll get up and read the book. And then, Karen, you talk about the art. <laughs> so I had a half an hour to sit. To and, sit. And, and talk about, so I remember... Then I'm like, so when they put the microphones on, you're strapped in a chair, uh -huh. so you can't move because they have to have you sit there. So oh, I'm thinking, I, didn't know. <laughs> I can't, I can't, can't see. I can't see the PowerPoint. So I said, I gotta move. I gotta get around. I have to be able to. <laughs> so they very quickly unhooked me so I could go down. I remember standing on the floor, and there were like oh. thousands of little kids and parents, and oh, uh, oh, it was yeah. just like crazy. Yeah. So I remember saying, so that's the cover. <laughs> And the rest is a blank. And I, I have no idea. There's a recording of it on, that I can watch on YouTube, and I'm never going to watch it. Are you kidding? No, I don't have to. I'm too scared. <laughs> but I didn't pass out. And <laughs> no. it's all good. Wow. What a ride that is. Was. Yes. Yeah, so so that, that was my children. And then I, I in moving along, I... I became the illustrator director for the state of New Jersey's oh. chapter of the um, Society of Children's yeah, Book Writers and Illustrators. So I did that for six years. And, but I, I was doing that before I actually got the book. Mm. So, but that's, I, that was another part of my career where I was wow. focusing on children's illustrations yeah. solely. I mean, I, I love it, yeah. but it's a lot of work. It's yeah. so much work. And then after six years, I realized I'm done. I need I need some landscapes in my life. Yeah. So I um, went back to the land. I took a course with Todd Bonita. Thanks oh, to Mary right. Claire. Yeah, the his, score for Todd. <laughs> I know. I know. He has. I feel like he's changed my life. Yeah. It was what yeah. a, uh, I took a wonderful his uh, October, the art of seeing. 
uh-huh. outside uh-huh. For, for a week with my two sisters. And, oh, lovely. Yeah, and then I took his layering glazing course, and that's where I met Elaine. But but that whole, you know, yeah. I feel like I've just yeah. <sighs> opened again. up again. Yeah. yeah. So that's whole new page mm-hmm. book. Absolutely. And, oh, and I, each chapter, it's like raising kids. You know, yeah. you, you think you're going to be sad when they yeah. aren't. Yeah. No, yep. Next just stage. crawling, mm-hmm. and then the next stage is better and better, and that's how I feel about art. Oh. Everything gets better. And, and the three of you went to Todd's workshop in Italy. Yes, last we did. Year. I know. So tell me about that. That's always been a dream of ours. I mean, uh, how how many times do you say, "Oh, I'd love uh, to do a workshop in Italy." I know. I had oh. so much fun watching those pictures. Oh on my Facebook gosh! And and, and he he. Uh, I don't know when he mentioned this. I guess he mentioned it during the, one of the workshops. I'm thinking of doing international workshops, yeah. maybe in Tuscany. Was that Spinocchia? Was that yes. the one? Yes. Yeah. Yes, Spinocchia. Oh. Doesn't it sound like food to eat? I mean, it just sounds It like is that. food to eat. They grow <laughs> everything there. They have I, land, yeah. livestock, and, and they have a butchering So you stay there right for, there on the premises. We stay there. It's an 800-year-old villa. It's everything. I mean... Uh, you were lucky if you could find a little corner to get internet connection. No television. Yeah, it was just yeah. you. You would wake up in the morning. There would be this breakfast from the farm, and and ah, wow. it was fabulous. And then you go out into the Tuscan sun and countryside, and and yeah. spend the day painting. Ah, it was fabulous. Yeah, yeah, that did look amazing. So highly recommended. Mm. And to go with your sisters again. I know. Oh, I know. Awesome. We're very lucky, and, and I'm mm. going to. We have, um, we're in the process of doing this. We have, um, are putting together, we aren't sure exactly where we're going to go with it, but, you know, Three Sisters That Paint. So we're oh, working yeah. on Three Sisters Paint. I like that. Yeah, look for oh. it. Coming to a, to a internet connection. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, so we're, you know, we're, we're working on that. But we, we know it's, it's kind of unique and we love it. It's very unique. And so yeah. um, on your website, which is beautiful, Thanks. There's no indication of this book experience. Well, if is you if you could, well, because um, no, I haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> well, I had. I mean, my, I, personally, I if I did anything with Billy Collins, I'd be <laughs> I'd be all over the place. I closed down my other um, website when I, I just rebuilt oh, my website, I and I just I know I have to include or don't have to, but I would like to include yeah. a part of my children's illustration yeah. in the book in there. So, yeah. but I just haven't. I haven't gotten that far yet. I'm, I'm working on it. Oh, awesome. <laughs> Great. Great. That's wonderful. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about your um, your current process and how you st- actually the physical starting of a painting and um, what do you use for reference and how do you fill your well to get your reference? Mm. <clears throat> My head. Does, isn't, doesn't your head hurt sometimes because <laughs> there's so much to paint yes. and you can't you just don't know where to get started it feels all overwhelming now. i know so the thing that i find most helpful i have i have twenty four thousand photos in my library i know it's ridiculous because i can't just take one photo of that sheep i have to take like 20 because you never know <laughs> that's Sunlight right shift a little yeah you need the right angle so i but what usually happens is i i oh my gosh i love to i've always loved to drive that's like one of the big things yeah. in my life that i've always you know turning 17 was just awesome oh yeah i that's it. But I, I go around, I live in a really pretty area down in New Jersey, or when I'm up here, I drive around and I I just look. I just mm-hmm. look at the sky and the and I just get so much inspiration from nature mm-hmm. and from the way the sun is hitting a building and mm-hmm. whatever. So if it's a great day, I'll stop and I'll do some sketches there and, okay. and or with your pull paints? out my paints. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Um yeah. It was fun. This past winter I actually 
there were days that were warm enough, but snowy and the sun was just right that I was actually able to comfortably stand out in a couple of fields and paint, which was fun. But that's how I, I mean, I, I, I have it. to say it sounds stupid, but, but just taking it all in, yeah. it hurts my head, but I yeah. do it. <laughs> yeah. And then I end up back in my studio and, and, right. you know, take off from there. So you do, you use those little as references. Oh, sketches. absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I then do you dozens, dozens. Yeah. yeah. And how do you start? Do you draw it all out carefully? Do you just start wielding the brush, the color, the value? Where do you I, start? I used to do very, very, and I think this is because of the illustration, really detailed drawings yeah. before I would get started. And now I'm finding that just is too confining for me and my mm -hmm. paintings come out too tight. tight I think they're yeah. still a little too tight. I'm working on loosening up. Mm. So I find it best to just either do a very loose little reference, mm -hmm. you know, like here's my, I'm going to do the horizon right. there, I'm doing this, that, and that. And then just just go in, and it, it, sometimes I, you know, I go back and forth between wanting to use the layering and grazing right. that right. I had learned from Todd with the raw umber mm -hmm. underneath, and just pulling up and putting back and doing a completed painting before I add any color. Right. To going more to just putting a nice um, raw sienna or ochre base or yeah. some color, and then building on that. Hmm. So I go back and forth. Yeah. And it amazes me. The thing I love is going to, I live in New, near New York, so I go to the Met. Mm. Not a lot, but, you know, whenever I can. Mm -hmm. And just, I, I just came back from Madrid and going and looking closely at the master paintings from yeah. the 14, 15, 1600s uh -huh. and seeing their underpaintings. Yeah. It's gorgeous, gorgeous underpaintings. And a lot of them really show through. And a lot of them are just the underpaintings with the, glazes on top and right. Oh, yeah. right just amazing yeah um what has been your greatest epiphany in painting that oh. just kind of it's, it's i have these well, moments it's there <laughs> you probably didn't even have to think about that <laughs> no i know this one i can do this one this is easy i when i was <laughs> i told you i started back with painting when my younger son was three yeah with this milton charles and i i was painting 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 and then I finished and I stood back and I went, oh, oh my God, I didn't know I could do that. And I, like, it doesn't happen a lot, but every once in a while, I have these moments where I, I do something like that. And yeah. I think, I had no idea yeah. that yeah. I could do that. What else can I do? Yeah. And what else do I have inside of me that hasn't come out yet? Yeah. So it spurs you on. It doesn't yeah, it sound it like does. an it's, accomplishment. Yeah, no, what else? <laughs> Done with portraits. Okay, let's try an ocean scene. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love it. Yeah, so I, I, that didn't really answer your question, but I have moments like that yeah. that keep me going and inspire me. Right. I think, ah, I want to push the envelope a little more. I love it. Yeah. I love it. That's great. And what defines success for you as an artist? Making other people happy mm. and making people look at something I've done and created like just taking a blank canvas and, and painting it and, and yeah. just by lights and darks and values and tones and making it look almost three-dimensional mm -hmm. and having people understand that mm -hmm. and Connect. enjoy it themselves yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. do you have you ever been here at the gallery when somebody's just drawn to one of your paintings and you don't really say anything. You just watch them and enjoy <laughs> that. Right. Yeah, it is. There was <clears> and a then maybe engaged after. Yeah. And it was interesting because it was a painting and it happened a couple of times while I was here and it was still hanging because I was taking it down to Pennsylvania okay. where it was being sold. Uh -huh. 
And for whatever reason, this one painting, people kept yeah. going into and looking at and staring at. And yeah, right. yeah, right. it's fascinating. It's it fun. is. Yeah, I, I always enjoy that. To me, it's, um, I guess it makes me want to continue. It, it's yeah. validating that other it people is. can connect in the, yeah. at whatever level they're connecting. I don't care, right. but you know. <laughs> I love blue. <laughs> Imagine myself <laughs> Okay, we want a little more than that, but yeah, we'll take it. <laughs> oh, gosh. All right, social media and marketing. How do you do with that? I'm, you know, it's interesting. You would think I would be better because I, when I was working for the Society of Children's Book Writers and Illustrators, I used to have to tweet. I'd go mm. to conferences and have to tweet. I would always tweet things wrong and I have to take them down and edit them. <laughs> So I don't tweet anymore, mm -hmm. um, but I, I love Instagram and um, and Facebook because I think they're wonderful tools for selling your art and mm -hmm. for getting your art out there. Mm -hmm. And I do. So you're on both. I'm on both. Okay. Absolutely. And Karen your website Romagna is www.karenromagna.com. Okay. Could you spell that Romagna? <laughs> I can. <laughs> it is Romagna. R-O-M-A-G-N. A, like lasagna. lasagna. That's how it's pronounced. Lasagna Romagna. Okay, yeah. we'll remember that. Yeah. But the spelling did trip me Yeah, up. it is. It's, yeah, it trips everybody up. And the next question I guess, are you Romanian? <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, gosh. Oh, that's fun. <clears throat> okay. Um, talk about, do you, do you <clears throat> paint in series? Like, do you ever just stick to one subject to really dig in deep and and if i have i'm currently actually i right now i'm into salt marshes i love okay that. but so i do things like that but sheep i do a lot of sheep yeah. i love sheep yeah, I love and yeah and um i tell myself i'm going to start a series yeah like i was going to do, do barns too. the same barn different seasons same scene yeah and then I don't do it. So in my mind, I do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that doesn't count. <laughs> yeah, that's funny because I, I I hear so much about it being such a valuable thing to take one right. scene or object or still life or whatever and do it <laughs> over several times, different lights, different, you know. And I, I in my head, I'm, <laughs> I'm right there. I'm there. But yeah, <laughs> it's hard to get yourself to do those things. Hmm. It's a lot going on. I know. Like you say, I know just driving here. You know, there's 30 things. On, you know, it's amazing I don't get in an accident. I like know. That. And they're all off the highway. So, it, you know, you risk your they're life. Worth you know, it's, painting. it's too dangerous <laughs> to stop. Yeah. yeah. Oh, gosh. All right. What do you want to do in five years? What's your five-year goal? I love the sister thing. I, yeah. We project. want to do something with the sister thing. Yeah. We, I know. I'd like to have, I would like to have a sister show, a big serious sister show. Yeah. But I, you know, I, I just want to continue painting and, and mm. paint more with my sisters, mm -hmm. travel more and paint with my sisters. Mm. That's so fun. Yeah. Um, so that would be your biggest project coming up, that sister thing. We'll have to look out for I that. I know. Yeah, we're going to have to figure it out, too. On your website, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're getting there. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, okay, give us some piece of technical advice. What's your best kept secret? Oh. <laughs> It's hard to. It is hard. Oh uh, well, no matter how this is stupid, but I Nothing figured it stupid. out. You have never ruined a brush because unless you're like, yeah. but 
if it's totally hard with paint, yeah. if you put it in that turpentine natural yeah. and let it sit for a couple days, you will have like a brand new brush. Interesting. Which is, I know, that's kind of dumb advice, but it's really no, useful. No, that's great advice because I have really done useful. that. And I, yeah. and I have the turpinoid natural, but I don't like it. No, it has a weird smell. Yeah. And I just sort of by accident realized that, oh, that's this. I don't know what it's doing to my hands because, you know, it's, <laughs> but um, yeah. yeah, but it, it actually works. And my other advice is just paint what you see. Just keep yeah. looking at it. And play. I mean, paint what you see, only make it your own. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah. yeah, so. And it whatever. is so interesting that people can sit and paint the same thing at the same time and it's all so different. Well, like those paintings of yeah. that model that six of us would do every yeah. single week for 15 years. Yeah. Not one of them looked the same. We all made yeah. them look totally different. Yeah. Mm. I love it. Um, okay. If you could spend the day with any painter, living, past or present, who would it be? Painter. It doesn't have to be. It can be a past painter. Oh. Someone from that inspires you. And what would you do if you could spend the day with them? Yeah. Hmm. That's tough. There are an awful lot of them. Mm. Maybe I would go um, on a picnic with. <laughs> I love it. A picnic. <laughs> John Singer Sargent, Hazel uh -huh. Homer, and Soroya. Uh -huh. Because if you take Sargent and Homer, throw them up in the air and mix them around, <laughs> you come up with Soroya. And I just think that would be fascinating. I want to learn more about them, and I oh. want to watch them paint. That would be awesome. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's a great thought to think. Okay. Got any strange or funny painting stories? Um, oh, <laughs> let me think. Oh, Nothing that's in a... Italy that oh. came up? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh oh, here we go. <laughs> we were we were in Italy and we went to I again I'm not I'm not good with names of places. We were at this place. This it was a uh, it's an old missionary or something. Yeah. Say, but there was someone you drive up this windy hill and you get to the top and the view is the cypress mm -hmm. trees and these gorgeous old buildings and mm -hmm. very Tuscan looking and there were a dozen of us yeah. and we all decided we would paint that house. <laughs> right there. that's the one we're gonna do so we were all lined up with all of our painting we were and it was it was it was just insane but we were we didn't realize it on someone's property and it was this little old lady who oh. came home and started like shaking her fist and oh, tell <laughs> yelling at us to get off her property and do it now oh boy move it yeah so yeah so that was that was a little awkward but oh. so we did we went off and we found even better there you to go paint. yeah there but that go. was so that's that and that would be an example of i'm sure every one of those 12 paintings was different <laughs> right exactly yeah. yeah yeah that would have been interesting yeah. to see <laughs> various compositions <laughs> that is hilarious um i don't speak any italian at all no just say c c c c c Vino? Yeah. See, 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 see. yeah, yeah. That sounds good to me. All right. Anything else you want to share? No, I'm just so thrilled that you asked me to, to join you with your yeah. podcast. Thank you so much. Oh, it's been welcome. wonderful. Thank you. And I understand you are one of the rowdies here. I know this. On first Fridays. Oh, my gosh. When we get to it's singing so after about fun. 8 o'clock when it starts oh, getting quieter. I, you know, I can't help it. When I, when <laughs> You've it, been on the stage, I think. pulls out a guitar. 
I high school, of okay. course, of course. <laughs> and as soon as you say, I'm never going to do tap dance. I can't do it. But <laughs> but if you pull out a guitar or a tambourine yeah. or ukulele, yeah. I am there. You are there. It's <laughs> very fun. It's so much fun. Yeah. So first come meet Karen on a first Friday. Oh my gosh. Oh, about eight o'clock. <laughs> come and bring your voice with you because That's we're right. going to be singing. We are. Yeah. We do it. Well, this has been lovely. Thanks so much. Thank you. This okay. is wonderful. If you found inspiration from today's show, make sure you are subscribed to the podcast and share it with a friend or two on social media. Also, take a moment to write a quick review on iTunes or share your takeaways from today's show on artistsofnewengland.com under today's episode. And while you're there, you'll find links to the topics mentioned in today's show. And don't forget to peruse the growing library of podcasts and resources. Thanks for listening. You got beauty to share with the world that no other human has. So get in the ring and pick up that brush.